0: Guten Abend, verehrte Zuschauer.
1: Das ist die Spire Gilman Show.
2: that familiar theme music warns you that it's time once again for The Spud Goodman Radio Show with Hunter. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. And now, to start things off, here is the studio orchestra of The Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe.
1: Because to you who, the social outcast, yes, you who are rejected. He wants you, he needs you, he loves you. Here comes the Spud Man. He goes down easy. Here comes the Spud Man. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready. Trumbo. Here he is, the head cheese meister of the World Wide Web. It's Spud, 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 Spud sp- Goodman.
3: Greetings. Welcome to a show some have described as almost as funny as a badly sprained ankle. Yeah, we have a pretty decent show lined up for you, but, Mm, you know, if, say, we didn't, do you really expect any talk show host to actually say, our guests tonight totally suck? No, no, I don't think so. I think not. So, this is what's going to happen. We're going to be speaking with actor, comedian, Charlie Murphy. That's correct. All right, and a little later... A little later, comedian, actor and writer Nick Swardson will check in with us. That's right. That's correct. And our musical guest who is standing by ready when the cue is given is Patrick Galactic. That's correct. So, I guess now is when I introduce my longtime co-host, Mr. Chick Hunter. Okay, you're now on. Please be entertaining. Oh, I
4: really feel the pressure here to have to say something funny or insightful, but as you know, that is not my
3: strong suit. Oh, like it's mine, we, we play the cards we're dealt. So step up your game tonight, and now say something funny.
4: Uh, well, um, I, I did knock, back a, knock a bowl of clam chowder on the floor when I had lunch at Red Lobster yesterday. <laughs> that might not be funny or inspiring, but everybody else, all the other diners, laughed.
3: Yeah, um, you're going to have to do way better than that. Um, if you're lacking in actual stories that are going to keep our, our, our listeners song. interested, you'd, you'd better get your imagination in gear and make some crap up. Okay, 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 okay. You know, people have an insatiable appetite to okay. be entertained, um, and, and we either deliver or lose me. everyone now okay. listening. Well,
4: I, I got one, okay. Uh, uh, well, I stepped on a rake this morning and just about knocked myself out. Anything else? Well, I had a nightmare a few nights ago. I, I dreamt I was married to Anne Coulter. It was an arranged oh. marriage by this cult we belonged to. Anyway, she wanted me to go with her to her high school reunion or something. And I was trying to come up with an excuse when I was woke up by my mom vacuuming my
3: room. There's, there's nothing remotely humorous or inspiring about that. I was sort of hoping for a little more here. Like, maybe something no, about... But, but it seems
4: so real. If my mom hadn't decided to vacuum then, who knows what ugly things might have gone down in that nightmare. I mean, she might have made me do things I would never forgive myself for. Your,
3: your mom? No, no, Ann. Coulter. Okay, that okay, I, I'm gonna admit gross. that's very, just, that's just too disturbing. So do you want to share any interesting stories about your pet chicken, Jeff?
4: Ah, uh, my dad made me take him to the animal shelter. What? I just hope someone will adopt him. soon. guess so your dad's wiser Jeff, than I thought. Jeff can't survive being locked up for long, but he has issues with the Authority and he hates confined spaces. I, I
3: just see him getting in, into trouble there.
4: Uh, hey, I, it's not funny. I really miss miss Jeff a lot.
3: Look, I'm sure some nice family will take him in. You know, and, uh. hey, if you want, you can post a photo of Jeff. You know, on our Facebook page oh, Really? You know, we got like Two or three friends and, and I don't know Just say he has like 72 hours left or something I think okay. the public Are decent people And you know and Somebody will gladly Take him in It's the right thing to do Yeah, it's kind of like A kickstarter thing in reverse
4: Well, could, could you Maybe temporarily adopt him Just, just until Me? I get My own apartment that Me? Would,
3: that, yeah, that'd be so no. great If you could just no. the, Do you, it for
4: Jeff No, you know I'm allergic To birds I thought it was parakeets we were allergic to? You said you feed ducks all the time at the pond in the ducks park. Ducks
3: aren't birds; they're fowl.
4: Oh, I never Google it that straight. Are, are you sure? Yeah, Google it. Didn't hey, know that. I
3: need to play some music right now. So I here Google is, that. Here uh, is here here is Luscious Jackson, um, and their song "Naked Eye." And we, you know, this was recorded on our cable TV show and we, were, I think, we were on the Fox show at that time. And we recorded this prior to their show uh, at the renowned Crocodile Cafe in Seattle. Um, yeah, we did this a couple hours before sound check. So anyway, roll it, please.
2: Radio show. Hey, everybody. This is Richard Marks, and you're listening to my buddy, Spud Goodman. You know, he
3: gets a bad rap, but he's actually a pretty cool guy on whatever radio station this is. So keep tuning in here. Wow. So um, a, full, I have an interview call. to do. Yeah. But I really I'm not no I'm offense, but I don't know if you've taken a shower or whatever. But I really oh. could you go get one of those new Christmas tree air fresheners I have in my car. I have green, red, yellow, what color the vanilla, get the vanilla one. But, uh, and can you just hold it in front of over my head for the rest I, of the show? Is there something else and next it on maybe you should use some Irish spring or something. Anyway, let me take the call. Who we got? is, he, is Charlie there? Is he there? All right, I I guess he's on the line. Uh, Please welcome back to our show actor, comedian, Charlie Murphy. How's it going tonight, Charlie?
5: Oh, man, it's going great, man.
3: Super. How you been, Spud? Not too bad. Not too bad, actually. All right, let me get this out of the way. You're going to be appearing tonight through Saturday at the Parlor Live Comedy Club in Bellevue, Washington, with two shows on Friday and Saturday at 7.30 and 10 p.m. All right. Um, That's right. So it's been a few months since we last spoke, and I have to say right off the bat, I got to say this: the show you are on now is maybe my new favorite comedy program on television. And I watch virtually everything. It's of course Black Jesus on Adult Swim. Oh yeah, baby.
6: Black like Jesus. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> it
3: is brilliant. Oh, you, it is brilliant. <sighs> oh, thank you, man. Yes, absolutely. And it was. It, Against Aaron Magruder from The Boondocks, uh, it's it's his program. That at least the creative yeah. lead. All right. Super. Uh huh. Um, so you you play uh, Vic, the apartment manager on the show, and it's set in Compton. Uh, can you give our listeners mm-hmm. the four one one on the, the overall concept of the show?
5: The overall concept is uh, Christ comes back, but he comes to Compton, and of course, there's going to be people that don't believe that he's Christ. I'm one of them. In fact, I'm the main one. Yep. Big. And everyone who follows him, I kind of get, you know, I I badger all of them. I badger him. And I'm constantly to uh, thwart any plans he's putting together. And his plans he's putting together is good things. Like, he's trying to, you know, create a garden and stuff like that in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Things that to help the poor out and whatever. But because I don't believe in him to be who he's claiming to be, I try to, you know, mess it up.
3: Yeah, a doubter. And I, I got to say this, you know, it's actually um, supportive of faith and spirituality. Maybe there's some people online that have said maybe it could be, you know, termed blasphemous. But I found it to be, the show has a lot of heart, you know?
5: A lot. The people that were saying it was blasphemous, they didn't even see the show, man.
3: Probably true. Probably you know what I mean? true, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
5: They didn't see the show. they did going on, you know, their, their uh, instinct or whatever
3: right um well I
5: haven't seen the show
3: I, I've seen all 10 episodes in one sitting and that's what people can do on demand because it just finished up its run so my my question of course and everybody that's seen the show wants to know this has it been renewed has a decision been made uh, I don't know man ah <sighs> I don't know if it's been renewed uh that's uh, I
5: hope they renew it absolutely I hope they do but I don't I don't know what they did in that right. I haven't been called so we're doing more but uh I would love to love to do
3: more. Absolutely. Well, maybe it was my fun. listeners. We had a lot
5: of fun. The show. The reality is that people seen the show. They got it. They got it. They enjoyed it. And that's what's That's why we do it. You know.
3: Right. 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 Well, maybe our listeners can maybe put in a few uh, emails to the right people and tell them they love the show. If, if, and if they haven't seen it, I guess I'm saying this right now. Um, check, yeah, out, check out. Yeah, show. People have
5: been speaking up. You know, it's been a lot of uh, Twitter traffic. A lot of support on Twitter, Facebook, you know, on social media. All right. You know, it's been real, it's been real, real, All been right. real good, man. I feel blessed. You know what I'm saying? Like, people got it. You know, it's, it, in the beginning, there was a lot of uh, controversy. That's because people hadn't seen it yet. But the ones that seen it got it, and they went and told other people, and other people seen it and they got it. You know, uh, that's what's important. You know. Nobody did a show to try to insult somebody or to try to, you know, you know what I mean? Try to disrespect God.
3: Absolutely you know? not. No, I, I, no way. But there, there's those different. people out there
5: that feel that their interpretation is the interpretation, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have your, uh, your negative commentary, you
3: know? Right, right, right. Okay, That's well. That's we expect. Yeah, it is. Be I guess it is. I guess it is. Um. So, hey, Charlie, you you live in New Jersey. My, my co-host chick uh, over there wanted me to ask you this question. Did you ever run into Polly Deere? the situation? I know it's a big state, so probably not, huh?
5: Nah, man. Nah, nah.
3: All right, all right, all right. Don't well, be bumping into
5: them, man.
4: Okay, super. Stay hey, spot. I think I thought of something funny I could add right now. I don't want to interrupt or anything. Should I wait until you are done interviewing, Charlie? Y-
3: yeah, I-, I think that'd be a wise move. Never, ever try to upstage our guests.
4: Right, right, I get it. I, I should probably write it down before I forget what... A- Oh man, I think I already forgot what I was going to say, and it was really, really funny. So just hold
3: it down until I finish up here, okay? Okay, but do you think I'm getting old timers? All right, super, super. Moving on then. Um, so Charlie, you know women pretty well. I mean, probably a lot better than I or my co-host chick here. Do you think being really funny or inspirational seals the deal, or are, are we, are, you know, because we're kind of both lacking in that area? Did being funny help a lot with women.
5: Oh, it's the number one requirement, man. You've Got to be charming. Charming is a low form of it's funny, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. a part of the funny, you know. We got to be, everybody that, that's here right now, you and me, uh, you know, the result of charm. I mean, your father didn't show up mean or, or distant, and, and your mother just loves him. He, he he said something that made a giggle, man. You know?
3: Right. All right. Super. Did. I got it.
5: Yeah. All right. That's the beginning, man. That's the spark. All you right. You know, laughter is spark, man, to uh, any relationship.
3: I guess that means I'm screwed, but okay. Super. You know, Hey, I, I asked you the last time we spoke about growing up with your younger brother, Eddie, and if he got on your nerves growing up, like most little brothers do, but now that you're a bit older, is there any area that you guys still argue about? Like who can take who in hoops or video games or whatever?
5: Nah, man, that's for younger guys in their twenties, man.
3: All right, so you guys don't know.
5: Okay, super. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, we don't. We don't be arguing about anything anymore. There's nothing to argue about.
3: Well, let me ask you this: In a perfect world, in your twenties, speaking of hoops, let's say you're at the park and you get first pick for your squad, and and your choices are Michael Jordan in his prime, Kobe in his prime, or LeBron right now. Who would you go with?
5: Of course, Michael Jordan, man. All right. I man. mean, you know, that's the greatest basketball player in the history of the game. Thank you. I would go for. It. For the best. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to all the other guys you name, but you don't name, you know, Mike is Mike, man. You
3: yeah. Know? To me, it's a no-brainer, but to the younger kids, you know, it's a bit of an argument, but yeah, I, I hear you. All right. Because the
5: younger kids, they, they, they didn't witness it. You know, they, they weren't there. It's, you know, they didn't see it. You know, they didn't they didn't see the game. They wasn't caught up in the, in, the in you know, the moment. All they're hearing about is the legend. You know what I'm saying? It's different from hearing the legend from somebody... That actually was caught up in the moment, you know. We we got to be caught up in the moment. So they may look at a uh, Kobe or Carmelo Anthony and one of these younger players who, you know, are recent and think that that's the ultimate. Right. Like I give you an example. I give an example. No disrespect. I was a, I had my kids in the car once, and and one of the, and it was this record came on, and it was a James Brown track. You know, it was one of puppy's records. Mm-hmm. And it was a great record, If great Rappers was on it, and my kids loved the record. And I said, you know, you know that, uh, that music is sampled from James Brown. And they was like, who's James Brown? You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. To, to them, that record was made by Pupp Daddy. They, they hadn't even heard of it. They, they weren't trying to be disrespectful. They were like, who's James, because they don't listen, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't. All they can go by is, is
4: the legend. They can't go by being caught up in the moment. Hey, Spot. Spot. What? Do, do, do you think I should buy some just for men? Not that I have a lot of gray, but I just don't know how much is cool, like George Clooney and. How much is not like Newt Gingrich?
3: I lean more towards Clooney than Gingrich. Newt's gray makes him look like someone from the Revolutionary War or something.
4: Uh, I don't think I want to look like an Elvis impersonator either with a jet black look. It's tough making the right call when you get a little older.
3: It's a problem I won't have to deal with very soon, that's for sure.
4: Sometimes I wish I was losing my hair like you, Spud. Okay, not very often, I won't lie, but...
3: Well, hey, you mentioned the word "legend," and I'm just curious in terms of your perspective on comedy. Any legendary comedians, or who had the most impact on you and in, in, in forming your uh, your craft in terms of comedy? Uh,
5: I would have to say Eddie Murphy. I grew up with him, you
3: know. Yeah, that's that's. The, I was kind of teeing that up for you, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, you know. I, but um, you know, have you have you come and see a Charlie Murphy show? I want people to understand that this, you know, it's it's. Uh, I have never modeled myself after anyone right So that's not the person you're dealing with someone who's gonna remind you, of, oh he's just like so, uh, uh, I'm a man just like you. you know I, I, it's almost you think you, know what I mean? you understand when people assume that you yeah. uh, try to be like someone else or that you're doing someone else it's like, really I am and you and you don't have to do that? You don't have to do that, but I have to do that, really? I, that's, no. You know what I'm saying? That's yep. how I feel. Yep. And it's like, I don't do that. And if you come see me, you come and see Charlie Murphy. And that's what you're gonna get. And I've been, you know, I've been serving up some fun from some funny for for a minute now, man. Uh, I, 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 it's the best job in the world.
3: I've seen I your love act. Doing it. I've seen your act, Charlie. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think anybody could say uh, it's derivative of your brother. I don't. That two different styles, really, totally. So, yeah, absolutely. That's not just
5: two different styles, you know. You gotta remember everything you've seen Eddie Murphy doing. Eddie Murphy was twenty-one years old, twenty years old. Uh Okay, I got kids older than that. So how can my point of view be that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. The whole different. He's dealing with a whole different person. He's like if he was to do stand up right now, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the same flow, the same agenda that he had when he was twenty-one. It'd be some whole different thing going on. He's a more mature man now. You know what I'm saying?
3: Uh, Yep, I do. I do. Um, okay well let me ask you lastly uh, what are the mid range goals of Charlie Murphy right now what uh, what do we want to be doing in the next 12 to 16 months
5: Well I want to keep keep doing stand up man like I have been doing and keep writing new material because you know somewhere sometime in 2015 I want to do a, do another HB, do my, uh, HBO or Showtime special mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying Oh yeah and you know I want to I want you know, I want to like book another movie or two in, in between you know what I'm saying that's what I'm doing right now. You know, that's what I'm working on.
3: And, and could I add this? And a second season of Black Jesus. That would be
5: beautiful. That would be a blessing, brother. I'm praying for that. Just like everybody else that was
3: a fan. And hopefully that our prayers will be answered, bro. All right, super.
5: That was a, that was a good run. Aaron McGrude is a good dude. Smart, smart guy, smart writer. And I, I applaud him man, all this and all his work. And all the people who was watching the Boondocks, they know the deal.
3: Right, right. And i
5: applaud you. you know what I'm saying definitely.
3: Freaking brilliant writer. All right. Okay. Well, we want to thank you for checking in with us tonight, Charlie. I know you're busy, so uh, you're going to be appearing actually through Saturday at the Parlor Live Comedy Club in Bellevue with those two shows, Friday and Saturday, 7:30 and 10 p.m. Uh, you know, just take That's it right. e- take it easy, man. Because and I and I ho- really hope that we can talk again. No doubt. Come to the show, man. That's it's on the it's definitely in the plans, Charlie. That Mur- was good. I'll see you there. All right. There's. There you go,
7: Mr. Charlie Murphy. Barack Obama is defying the odds. He's a black president. He's defying the odds. He's the first black president. But he continues to defy the odds. Because as the black president, he did not ever, since he's been president, get caught shooting dice in the basement of the White House. He did not ever since he's been president. Or he has not even considered choosing an American pit bull terrier, as the first dog. And he has never in his entire political career shown up to give a speech while wearing a Steve Harvey suit, crocodile shoes. So I give it up to my man. Everybody has accepted him. We love him, he's the first black president. But I think that's where the buck stops because when Taco Bell tried to put out that black taco, Mexicans wasn't having it. (laughs) I was at the airport, sitting right next to a Mexican man. That commercial came on for the Taco Bell new black taco. He passed (laughs) out, man. I was like, hey man, don't worry about it. You know, I don't blame you. It looks nasty to me too. For all who
1: love beautiful music, there's one program you must hear. This is the Spy Goodman Goodman Show.
3: All right, it's musical guest interview time—one of my favorite portions of the program. Uh, please greet and welcome our musical guest for this evening, Patrick Galactic, to the show.
8: That's right. Uh, hey, Patrick, what's going on? Uh, not much, man. I, I think before we go any further, I just want everybody to know that I'm just a man, and that um, you—that you know when you see me, it's just like seeing Charlie Murph. Never mind. I'm sorry. All right. Well,
3: please identify the other humans you know that are you with mean? you tonight.
8: Well, uh, joining me tonight, I have my longtime uh, friend and hetero life mate, Matt Sharp, on uh, <laughs> super. bass. Super. And I have uh, Ian Harper of the band Dirty Dirty. They have a show at the Chop Suey on, uh, on the 21st, but he's joining me tonight on the brushes. Hello. All right. Super. Well, um, Patrick, what's your uh, take on cheese? Uh, better in the can or by the slice? Uh, well, I think it depends on the occasion. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, satanic worship—you're gonna want it in the can, but uh, definitely buy the slice if it's like a Christmas thing.
3: But the aerosol True. can, super.
8: Oh, for sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All
3: right. Well, um, well, Patrick, what was the last CD you actually played from start to finish? And you—you really—I know you're a youngster.
8: Do you—you you, you do know what CDs are, right? Uh, yeah. No, I—I've I, invested in a few. I—I, I, uh, but they're—they're uh, they're, uh, the money's tied up for a while. I don't—I don't get it back for a while so name the cd you've played from start to finish can or are you just one of those
3: adhd guys that can only play one song and see that's the thing that i guess that's why it has no future right because you youngsters just can't handle playing it start to finish am i am i am i right or am i am i, am I off am i off base on this the I,
8: I didn't even hear what you said i'm sorry oh, I, was, I, I, I was right there was a fly and i, was I got right. distracted
3: i was right just gonna leave it at that yeah. um so what's your favorite uh, conspiracy theory patrick
8: uh, you know, I, I can really go for a little truther, but, uh, you know, JFK is a classic, and, mm-hmm, and right. I enjoy it. I Go hope. to one. My whole thing is conspiracies, I don't know if they're true, but I really hope they are.
3: Well, you know, if you think about it, there's a couple billion, so a few of them have to be, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah Super. absolutely. We'll go with that. Absolutely. There's a so face on Mars. What's the name yeah. of the first song you're going to do?
8: It's called The Dying Days of Lois Lane.
3: All right, well, let's do it.
8: All right. Boys, you ready?
2: and Chick will be right back after this brief intermission. return to more action-packed thrills and excitement on the Spud Goodman Radio Show.
4: Spud, do you know what time it is? Uh, it's time for your mom to call.
3: Okay, okay. Um, mom, are you there? I'm uh, honey. Yeah, well, we're kind of running behind tonight. Uh, like, I don't know. Last week, there was something wrong with your phone, and I wasted valuable airtime. Could you, like, hang up now and
9: maybe call me later when I get home? But no one could hear our conversation. Well, yeah, Well, are you a same the mother who almost to no, do no, no, no,
3: no, no, Mom. I just don't have much time right now. I can't. I, I can't. We just do this
9: later. Don't get mad, chick. Would you try to hurry your mother off the air if she called you? I don't think so. No, of
4: course not. But my mom doesn't listen to this show. She she can't stand Spud. I mean, he's known this for years, so it's no secret.
3: Well, you know, I really think I got off on the wrong foot with your mom years ago when I first met her and your dad remember maybe I made the mistake of uh, being honest after she asked me what I thought of that sort of fanny pack she knitted for you it was cool I mean you're a really good son because I wouldn't have worn that thing out in public for any amount of money I just you know probably shouldn't have just said it looked like a yarn abortion but it was in
4: hawks color so I thought it'd be okay but you know she still brings that up I don't think she's going to change her mind about you
9: Well, Well, you tell your mom I know exactly how she feels. My son says the strangest things, like whatever pops into his head at the moment. Not exactly a plus in the dating world. No wonder he is still single. Well,
3: hey, I'm picky, Mom. Would you rather see me just say yes to the first woman who responds to my picture on ChristianMingle.com?
9: Well, yes. What have you got oh. to lose? Do you want to die all by yourself someday? Who will put flowers
3: on your grave? No, no, no. I'm gonna have a full service arrangement at the cemetery. I've, I've put a lot of thought and planning into this. I'm springing for like yeah, a small LCD been. video screen on my headstone that's gonna show my career highlights from my cable TV show. You know, gotta find some use for all that. Tons and tons of tapes that I have. You know, there's not gonna be any needed offer flowers. But you know what I'm thinking is a lot of people are gonna are gonna come there and they're gonna probably pull a Jim Morrison at my final resting place. So I hope at least the cemetery has somebody coming along once a week to pick up all the empty liquor bottles. Let's, you know?
4: Yeah, and, and Spud won't let me be buried on top of him. It would be a killer no, deal. I won't. But for some reason he wants to do this alone. I won't
10: lie, it's hurt my feelings.
9: Sick. Join the crowd. My baby has a real knack of hurting the feelings of just about everyone he comes in contact yes. with. I think he picked that trait up from his father, Sparky. Oh, no, Mama, Mama, I got
3: to go now. I- I'll call you tomorrow.
9: Yeah, okay? yeah,
4: Ms. Goodman, last week I was really excited to show you my pet chicken, Jeff. I know you love animals so much. You know He's pretty affectionate an animal. For, a, for a chicken. But Well, my parents made me turn into the Humane Society. He has like two more days on death row.
11: You
9: have a pet chicken? Uh-huh. Say huh. A- so cute. Yeah. You can't let him go to the gas chamber. What's his name again?
4: Jeff. His name is
6: Jeff.
9: How about I stay at my place for a week or oh. so until your parents come around oh, and great, realize things make. Wonderful house pets. My neighbor has one, and they go everywhere
4: together. Oh, that would be so wonderful, Mrs. Goodman. I just really love him, and right now there's such a void in my life without him. I, I think I could talk my puke. parents into letting me keep him if I had a week to work on them. Thank you so much. Oh, look, are, are, much. We, are we done
3: with the chicken talk? Oh. All right, uh, right now, bye, Mom. I got to go. Love you. Love you. Bye. All right. Bye. I love you too. Bye, right.
4: Chick bye. and bye Jeff. Ma- 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 bye. And hey, hey, start gathering up all the newspapers you can find. As Jeff does have a bit to learn with the potty thing, you know. He really likes to use couches and pillows. Just a heads up.
3: All right. Hey, let's just get our heads back in the in the show.
4: All right? All right. Let's all right, just all right. focus. Focus. Okay. 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 No, okay. Right. Right. The show. The show. Okay. So I'm I am out of funny or inspiring stories. You know, I'm yeah, terrible at this. Can I, can I maybe get some help from the interns or something? Can I have a few minutes to see if they have any material I could use here?
3: No, we're on the air, and uh. you just can't walk off the job to borrow stories from others to make you an interesting human being. That's not okay. I bet Brian Kilmeade and Steve Doocy from Fox and Friends were allowed to borrow entertaining
4: stories from their fellow staff members. No way they can fill their <laughs> airtime with two? what is rolling around in their head on their own.
3: Well, I, You might have a point, okay. Yeah. But I expect more from you than those two Chia Pets. Must you always compare yourself to the weakest links in society? That's not in your best interest. But, you know, unless you just want to take up space here on Earth. Okay, okay, yeah, expect okay, okay. more. Okay, 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 I'll give it another shot. How about... I expect I, more. I, I tell the story
4: again about when I found that money clip at Safeway and turned it in at the store. Boy, the guy that worked there was so happy to get his money clip back. I thought he was going to cry. They gave me a $10 off on my next grocery purchase.
3: Wow. But it had, like, what, three grand in that money clip? Yeah. And the assistant manager gives you a $10 off coupon? That is weak. I, I know. When I read in the paper that next month he was arrested by the DEA
4: for being in that black tar heroin ring, it did make me a little mad. You'd yeah. I think he would have been more
3: generous. Well, you ever notice that the more money people have, the less generous they sometimes are? I read something somewhere that people below the poverty line are a little more inclined to share their stuff. You know proportionally, than those that can buy a private island, you know, like a sandwich or something. Oh, 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 oh. I just thought about a funny story. I was walking home from the bus stop. And no, like, no, 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 this isn't a story about you running into the mime. It's just, that one's just not funny, man. Really? Maybe yeah.
4: I, maybe I didn't tell it right. I mean, I've reworked it a bit. I man, I told it to my bowling team a while back. They thought it was like Hilarious.
3: I know most of the guys on your bowling team, uh-huh. and no offense, but they're not the most discriminating as far as what's actually funny or not. I mean, they're, they're the type that laughs at someone tripping and falling on their butt. Well, I know, but how, how, about I, okay, how about I tell a story about the time when I was in the you park and the You know, you the know raccoons? why we don't just... Let's just move on here. Some people... Don't take this personal. Are just not funny or interesting. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You're, you're not a total waste of human flesh. Why are you pointing not at totally. Me? So, so keep your head up, okay? All right. Right now, I need to take this call. I think our next guest is holding. Let's check. See, see if oh. he's holding.
4: So wait, so wait, so wait, It's a nine-one-one call. Get it?
3: All uh, right. Get it? No, I don't. But I, <laughs> I, I certainly hope he's there. Uh, please welcome actor, writer, comedian Nick Swardson to the show. How you doing, Nick?
6: I'm great, man. You forgot Chef. World-renowned chef. Oh no! my very important credits. I
3: forgot that. All right. Do we have to start over? No, um, no, we're all right. All right. Anyway, we appreciate you calling in.
6: Yeah, man, I'm stoked. I, I love it up here, so I'm really, really excited. Seattle's always been a great, it's a great comedy town, and people really have always been awesome. I've done bumper shoot for years, and
1: cool. Uh, I'm really
6: always stoked to be up here.
1: All right, well, full
3: disclosure, my listeners are aware of my extreme fondness uh, of the now classic TV show, Reno 911. Well, all the posters. And your character, Terry Bernardino, was able to steal the show pretty much every time you appeared on screen. So, my my question is, how much practice (laughs) time did you spend at the roller rink being able to skate around as Terry on the show?
6: (laughs) I was so bad at roller skating. This is my favorite part. If you ever go back and watch Reno Neville, and Miami the movie,
12: yes,
11: there's a
6: scene where I wipe out. I'm like skating to the, like the limousine, and uh, I I totally wipe out, and it was really real. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't I couldn't skate that good, so and I was like, oh, I told the director, I'm like, you you have to leave that in the movie. You have to show me like really like wiping out and like skidding my knee, which like hurt really bad. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not a good skater.
3: Um, how many headbands did you go through on doing that character over the period of time?
6: Um, I went through a lot of everything. I, I became like it was almost like the movie Tootsie, where remember like when Dustin Hoffman was like shopping for his soap opera character? Yeah. And he would be like, he'd be like, oh, this outfit would look good on her. And that's like kind of how it was with Terry. Where I would go to these stores, I'd be like, God, these shorts are really small. Terry would love these, so I would like buy all these like tight little shirts and half tees and. I remember people at these stores would look at me like, What are you doing? Is this for you? Like and I just I don't know. I just like love shopping for Terry.
3: Did you uh, keep the wardrobe or did you have to turn it back in? I don't
6: know. I kept everything. Oh ah, super. It was all stuff that I bought. Oh, okay. It was all stuff like it was like hard like wardrobe, like they never really I was like obsessed with buying stuff for Terry. So like I got I got to keep everything I so, the skates. I was going to auction them off for like charity or something. But I still
3: have my skates and everything. Well, I might put a bid in for one of the one of the pink headbands. But all right, and moving on here, um, Nick, you hail from Minneapolis-St. Paul. So have you, did you ever run into Prince growing up?
6: We played hockey together.
3: All right, super. Spud, Spud,
4: I know you're a big fan of Nick's. Yeah. Do you want me to cut in and ask him for an autograph picture no, or something? It's just no. not cool to ask for yourself. I'll do it.
3: No, I stopped collecting autographs a while back after I got that Eric Estrada poster signed. I sort of reassessed my interest in collecting that kind of stuff.
4: Oh, would you mind if I asked Nick if he would send me something no. signed up
3: after we're done? No, <sighs> it's just too tacky. We're supposed to be professionals, man. I just don't feel comfortable doing
4: it anymore. Okay, but if we ever get Ruben started or Bow buys on, I am getting something autographed for sure.
6: No, I never. I ran into Prince once at a club in Vegas, but I didn't. I was too intimidated, and I didn't really know. I don't really know how you open up a conversation with Prince. It just feels like a lose-lose situation. Where it's like, "Hey, hey, Prince." You <laughs> I don't can know say, how, like, "Hi, neighbor." Call I don't know what you do. with yeah.
3: like, pantomime or something. I don't, know. I don't know. He's not a real verbose guy. I, I'm just curious. No.
6: Yeah. So, no. I. Um, I did see him once in Vegas, but uh, no, Army Kildea. I'd love to meet. That'd be amazing. I'm always like really stoked to meet like any Minnesota athlete. It's like really exciting
3: for me. Super. Um. So you wrote the co you wrote the film co wrote the film Malibu's Most Wanted with Jamie Kennedy back in 2003, Did Did you do much research on the life of a white suburban rapper back then? Because nowadays, I mean, there's a ton of those guys you could be hanging out with with you know doing your character research.
6: I mean, back then it was more of kind of when that phenomenon was kind of starting. So I mean, now it's just you, it's you, everyone's kind of used to it. Like if that movie came out now, nobody would be like, "Whoa, what's this?" You know, not like they were like blown away back then, but it was still kind of a phenomenon that was kind of starting of that hip hop like white dude who's you know from the streets and yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I was that dude. I was 100% a Starter Jacket. Junior high school, I had a silver chain, I had my hat it's sideways. I mean, I was full
3: on. That's how I rolled. Uh, yeah, like Adidas with no laces, the whole thing? All
6: right. Oh, yeah, I was everything. I would wear full Puma suits. I mean, it was, it was amazing. It was awesome. <laughs>
3: Well, you paved a really the way. Time, I think that movie did pave the way for some careers. I just want to give you a little bit of credit there. So, um, so moving on on the screenplay thing again. You you co-wrote Grandma's uh, Boy with Adam Sandler and also acted in it as, as the screenwriter. Was it tempting, you know, at, at at any point? Actually, you've done a few, but to maybe write some powerful scenes where you could like win an award, or even better, like maybe have sex on screen with an attractive actor. So I mean, you have a lot of power with the with you know be behind the typewriter. <laughs>
6: Yeah, you do, but you're not going to get a lot of uh, laughs from a, a sex scene with a, a really attractive person. I mean, Shirley Jones was awesome. She was very sweet, and uh, that's, you know, luckily it wasn't... Not luckily, I, I, I can't... She's very gorgeous. All right. But I, I didn't have to, like, do anything. It was more of the aftermath of the sex. But I remember, I do remember her husband and her son were on set, on set and standing... About five feet away while we were shooting, so it was pretty That's awkward.
3: Buzzkill, jeez! All right. Um, well, one last question on the screenwriting angle, um, and I guess you could, you, yeah, you can guess I'm a failed screenwriter. Probably, you know, like you're gonna make it. So, you know, so in 2011, you wrote Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star, and it can still be found right. on pay cable. I, I don't think it's going to be coming to regular TV or di- someday. But, or did you guys shoot a PG version of that?
6: No, we always went hard on that. It was always just. We wanted to make this movie, and we didn't have a big budget. It wasn't, uh, it was just Adam's idea. He had this idea for this movie, and we we wrote it, but we wanted to make sure. We knew pretty pretty closely that it was going to be just completely insane. It was kind of like an X-rated, like Napoleon Dynamite kind of movie. Yeah. And uh, that's what we wanted. And,
3: um,
6: you know, I mean, we had problems where it was NC-17 for a while. Really? So we had it. We had to cut it down to R, yeah, 'cause it was, it was really like oh yeah, it's like cum shots and like it was yeah, it was like really aggressive.
3: Well, I mean, it's, it's it yeah, it's, it still holds up though. It's it's an interesting film. I gotta say that. I've uh, I've recommended. It I love that out. movie. I felt like it really got a
6: bad shake. It was one of those movies that came out that I felt like people just wanted to hate it. They didn't really. They were kind of like oh, okay. Like, Stevens' buddies doing this movie, but if you really watch it, it's like the really good moments in that movie. I mean, Christina Ricci, Stephen Morfey, these are great, really, really good actors. Mm -hmm. I mean, this isn't like you know they really. uh, I don't know. I really have a soft spot for that movie. So does Adam. We really love it.
1: All right.
3: Well, let's flash forward to today. I really like saying flash forward, by the way. You have a buttload of projects in the can, as they say. Uh, You're coming out as an actor mostly. Anything that you're really pumped about that you want to share with our listeners?
6: Um, I mean, there's nothing like concrete, there's a bunch of stuff in development and going on, but like there's no, the only thing that's like really odd is I'm doing this new special after the tour that I tape in April in Austin, Texas, and that'll come out in the spring, and that's the only like concrete thing right now. Like right now, Adam and I are doing a new movie for February, and then I'm doing like an independent film in December, and I have another thing in the can called Helen Back with myself and Danny McBride. DJ oh, Miller, Ooh. Susan Sarandon, a lot of great people. Dang. But we don't have a release date for that, so... spot oh,
4: Spud, can I get a sip of your Pepto-Bismol? I know you don't like people taking a sip from your own no. personal bottle, but my stomach's
3: really upset. Well, okay, but if you ate properly, you wouldn't have to deal with stomach issues like me. Sharing Pepto-Bismol is a very intimate thing, and I just don't feel comfortable doing it with you or any other human being.
4: All right, all right, but if I puke in the studio, it's going to really okay, reek.
3: Okay, okay, fine, here it is, but no backwash whatsoever. Oh, thanks, Spud. Not too much. You can't handle it. Okay, I got to get back to the interview. How, how, how,
4: how much would it take to OD? Maybe I swallowed too much. Oh, should I
3: stick my finger down my throat? Shh. Um. Okay, so Nick, what has been your most memorable moment on Earth to this point? And if it's really personal, don't worry because this is going to be off the record. My most memorable moment. Yes, it's a trite, cliche question, but I must, I must go there.
6: I mean, probably coming out of my mom's vagina was probably pretty intense. I don't remember it, but. I can't imagine that it was pretty
3: casual. Yeah, that, 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 that it, okay.
4: stays with you. Huh? Super.
3: I wanna thank you so much for checking in with us, Nick. I'm a big fan, yes I am, and I'll, yep, I, I'm not, I'm supposed to be professional here, but no, I, uh, I'm a fan, so I wanna thank you so much, okay?
6: I love Seattle, Washington.
3: All right, super, you take it easy, Mr. Nick Swartzen.
12: This happened to me, I think it was in the fall, and uh, I play a lot of online video games. I don't know if anybody else plays, like, Xbox Live or anything. Yeah, girlfriends love those, by the way. <laughs> I love girlfriend fights when you're playing Xbox and you can always hear the guy. What's that? I'm gonna play one more game. Yeah, just, just go to bed. Yeah, you can go to bed. I don't have to be there. Yeah, no, we're, we're winning right now. We've won like. Is that a real gun? Okay, put that down, put that down, put that down. That's not funny. But, like, you get into it, I mean, you go on these battles and shit and I get, like, way too into it where it's, like, <laughs> it's just not healthy, where I'm, like, I throw stuff and just shout in my little headset you get little, you get this little headset and you can play online so you can play with people all over the world which is cool but it's, like, frustrating because you'll just get the shit kicked out of you by, like, some nine-year-old kid in Germany you know, it's like, you lose! I'm like, really? Really? You fucking Nazi! I woke you it up like, Fuck. It's freak out.
13: Hi, this is Christopher Walken. You're listening to a man whose voice sounds really weird. It's Spud Goodman. Take a listen and tell me if I'm crazy. It sounds like his voice is f up. It's Spud Goodman. All right. uh, Once
3: again, here is our special musical guest for the evening. Actually, it's our only musical guest for the evening. Patrick Galactic.
8: Blood and bone, lit the country road of all our greatest hopes. Faded sin, the answers lay with... The day is everybody same Is everybody same.
2: show.
13: I used to like Facebook. I sort of used to like Facebook. It was nice to come home and take a quick look to see if someone I know, say, they were a hedge fund manager when I knew they actually worked at Denny's as a cook. It must be the rush of how many friends you have. That is the hook. But there are things while logged on I may have said or liberties I took that I now regret a bit and that is why now I am not fond of Facebook. And did I mention how bad it hurts to find out a friend has unfriended you? it's worse than death at least when you're dead you won't have to see how much fun that ex-friend is telling everyone else about you except in their post spewed out every 10 seconds screw you mark zuckerberg
11: Once again, here's spud, and
4: Chip. spud there's a call holding. It's a woman, but once again, yeah. they didn't get her name. Should we take it if it's
3: anonymous? I guess. Well, at least Accordion Joe didn't get through this week. Yeah. With speed dial, he's tying up our phone line, so, you know, someone's going to have to have a talk with him about proper call-in etiquette.
4: I will call him tomorrow and let him know to not be a phone line hog. On the plus side, though, not many bill collectors can get through looking for you anymore.
3: Hmm. Good point. Yeah. I never thought of that. One or the other. I Hold off on yelling at Joe until I give this further thought, okay? You got it. Put
0: the call through. Uh, am I on the air now?
3: Uh, well, this is a radio show, and you're talking to the host of said radio show. So, yes, I guess you're on the
0: air. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, I'm guessing you do remember me. Uh, we um, spoke a few uh-oh. times in the past.
1: Uh, uh, are
3: you someone I dated from ChristianMingle.com? Because so, if so, I apologize right up front. I was probably pretty boring. You know, off the air, I just I don't know. I just don't bring much to the table. That's, at least that's what I'm told.
4: Spud has problems being interesting to women away from the studio. That's it. <laughs> well,
0: no, no. I called previously in hopes of coming down oh. to your studio and meeting with some of your celebrity guests. Hmm. Um, I think I have some information that would uh, be of abho- um, so, highly valuable uh, to them.
3: Well, you know, most of my guests I speak to are on, it's on the phone. You know, I mean, they don't have the time to fly in and talk to me in person in the studio.
0: They don't come to the studio really. Oh. Well, a phone conversation is better than nothing. I'd still enjoy. Um, the opportunity to speak with them regardless.
3: I don't think that they would appreciate me giving you their personal phone numbers. As a professional talk show host, I I take a bullet before giving up, you know, I guess, you know, cell phone number. That's a top secret thing and only on a need-to-know basis.
0: Well, if they knew what we could offer them... I seriously doubt they would complain. Um, How often does one get the opportunity to have their lives transformed? Well,
3: you know, I'm pretty sure the celebrities that we have on this show are okay with their lives as they are. You know, I mean, you might want to find like a more willing audience at the homeless shelters. Now, those people are looking for a transformation. this is the lady from the Church of Scientology.
4: Don't you remember her? She sounds kind of sexy, but, but she's actually really scary. Did you did you know that her church believes that humans are actually immortal alien spiritual beings? I googled them last week when I was watching Mission Impossible Four. Yeah. Pretty strange, you can watch huh? That? And, oh yeah, I can hardly wait for Mission Impossible Five. That's coming out soon too. Wow. Um, wow. It, it's
9: a chick,
0: right? Yes, that You is realize correct. you have completely misrepresented the beliefs of our organization. Probably. You really need to be educated on this topic. That can't um, happen. Can I have your phone number and
4: your address, please? Uh, but, but, but they're going to kidnap me and take me someplace where they can no, honor they me. I don't really know, know what like, not they, it they is, but it doesn't sound like do fun that. for no, sure. The, probing they're, they're, and stuff. I'm not going to do that.
0: But chick, why the paranoia? I you really know. need to spend some time at one of our facilities worldwide, and you'd understand what we're about. Um, so Spud, yeah? um, I would love to come to the studio soon to me. and hang out. You know, I won't interrupt the interviews, but maybe after we well, have done interviews, you could th- introduce th- me to the stars, and I could I could take it from there. Um, um, you know, what what who's booked for next week? Could you get me in? Well, well <laughs> no, not really. And what do you? T- what,
3: what, what's wrong with the guests that we have on like tonight we just we said Charlie well, Murphy he could really step them up a little bit well, really <laughs> we had Charlie Murphy and Nick Swartzon. yeah I mean are you crazy? Those are two extremely funny people well who do you want me to book a CSI actor or maybe one of the Kardashians I'm just saying
0: that you might get more people listening to the show if you've got more big Hollywood stars you know household names people that can open doors on just their their name recognition
4: we had Richard marks on recently and there's a lot of people with the name marks.
0: Oh, really? Is he the one that sold 30 million records? Do you, yep. do you have his number? Um, no,
3: caller. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up Richard's number. There's no way. All right. Uh, I feel my inner alien telling me now I need to wrap to show up and say goodbye. So goodbye, caller.
4: Yeah, yeah. Goodbye, caller voice but she sure likes celebrities my mom watches entertainment tonight every night but even she is ambivalent about some celebrity especially those who have naked pictures up on that cloud thingy
3: yeah uh, anyway I, I, let's just end this thing I got stuff to do uh, you
4: know but I don't feel right that you have to had you've had to uh, yeah. carry the load tonight it's not exactly. scary that you have to be solely responsible for you being you should feel sorry and inspiring to our listeners I'll really work on
3: becoming better at this well you know we've worked together for what some 20 years and That's we've kept hard. some version of our show on the air together I mean, we've done this together. No, it, it, so it's, just don't be that hard may, on maybe, yourself. Maybe I should
4: join Toastmasters and learn to be a dynamic public speaker. You know, pick up how to be a charismatic presence when I open my mouth. I'm not saying I could ever be someone who gets a standing ovation when I say something, but I do need to step it up first. Well, sure. hey, wait a
3: second. Let's not get carried away here. You know, your role, remember, you're. You're a co-host. A co-host. There's no need to be getting standing ovations. At least not when we're on the air together. What you do in your private life is your business. Okay, I will learn how to control the level of my charisma and not upstage you while we're doing the show. I can do Okay, that's good. And don't go overboard on the charisma thing. No need to be like a David Koresh or a Jim Jones. This is a talk show, not a cult. And if we were a cult... There's already a leader here, so keep that in mind. Patrick
4: Galactic? right? Right. I, I don't. I'm glad we're not a cult because it's already would no, be a pretty small cult.
3: Now, how many people does it take to qualify to be a cult rather than just a gang? I don't know how that breaks down. Why don't you Google that? That, too? Anyway, just let me move on here
4: and wrap up this thing, okay? okay being in a gang wouldn't be that much fun, Spud, because who wants to wear the same color clothes every day? Like, what if I wanted to wear a purple T-shirt or my pink breast cancer awareness baseball hat? All
3: right, whatever. Okay, I am Spud Goodman. Decision. Be all decision. that you can be, and I mean that. God bless and ciao. Once again, here is Patrick Galactic.
8: God in the stars. If there's God in the stars, let him shine on me. Let him shine on me. Let him shine on
2: of a radio program. This is not a real radio program. You would have been instructed to go to another website in hopes of finding one. The Spud Goodman Radio Show represents the last line of defense in our ongoing battle to rid the world of generic entertainment. Get involved. Together we can make a difference. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon. Executive producer is Lori Madsen. Our intern is Trent Botello. Live music production and broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Check out Spud's TV stuff on YouTube, his radio stuff on iTunes, NWCZ, or spudgoodman.com, and follow Spud on all types of social media. Believe me, he's finally getting the hang of this stuff. Opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of this station, the sponsors, or any other living being except Spud Goodman. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. (laughs) of Northwest Music. This is an hour of sterling conversation. This is an hour of analysis of the previous hour of The Spud Goodman Show. This is The Spud Goodman Post Show Report.
10: Alright, hello everyone in Radio Land. My name is Lawrence, and I will be your host on this Spud Goodman post-show report. I gotta say, this is an honor to be named... The permanent, temporary host of this program—that's cool, Lawrence. Yeah, oh, thank you. I'm really loving it. Now, now, this got to be my finest moment of my life outside of maybe you know when I got my master's degree when I was in the joint at Pelican Bay two years ago. You're proud of that? Yeah, yeah, me too. But I tell you, this job here is a fresh start for me, and I, I'm going to take advantage of it. Uh, you know, I, I got some mail from a few of my old teammates and, and Yeah, they're, they're saying a few of the guards at the prison Now they're listening to the show on their iPads and all, you know, at work there So, this is a shout out to everyone at the Bay Lawrence Says, hey y'all uh, Yeah, yeah so, so, oh, I, well I, get, I gotta get this thing going Alright, super together. Yeah, not now please say hi to my co-host, my man mr chick hunter
4: hey lawrence that's pretty cool some of the guards are listening to our show now but is there wi-fi in the cells there i mean they at least they have dial up for the prisoners but that must make it tough to like get through to any of the porn sites Ah,
10: uh, well you you know a lot of us went to uh the war a while ago to discuss just that thing uh-huh. cause wi-fi if you ask me it, it's got to be a basic human right now super you know whoever you are wherever you are yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody's got uh, access to it at that Guantanamo prison, you know, because it's super, you know, uh, 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 dial up it's right, to the yeah, other right. side of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's got to be a problem. Yeah, yeah, I, super.
4: I, I know. The, the video is so shaky. It's not an optimal viewing experience. up until the last year. That's all we had at my parents house. My, my mom wouldn't let my dad get it. She knew he had online issues. Oh. When he and my mom would go on vacation and the hotel had Wi-Fi, he would disappear for Hours hiding out somewhere in the place cruising the net, but my mom's not a total porn cop. I mean, she did let him get cinema.
10: Oh, so yeah, yes, yeah, cinema. There's nothing wrong with a little soft core entertainment. You know, it's, it's retro, it's cool. Yeah, I like that. Super. It's it's, it's nice. But uh, you know, we gotta inter- introduce uh, the rest of the panel. Okay, here. okay. we got who's that? That there's Dave. On, Should introduce on the sound. Yes
4: and oh, next to him is
10: Next to him we got on one. Okay. Hi. And
4: and who's not here? We have our interns.
10: We got the interns. That yes, one we is? got Trent. Yes. And And we've got Anna right yeah. there. Yeah, Good work, Lars. Yeah.
4: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what do we have to do now? What's coming up here?
10: Well, we gotta we're gonna start getting into the music right here. So cool. we got, we got a band from SoCal, the Dolly Rots, and their song Because I'm Awesome. And then we have something from a band that's performed on the show a couple times before. Spud's mother, Southfula, she actually manages them. It's the Cody Foster yeah, nice, Army, super. and their song is is titled Make Loa, Make Loa. Enjoy. You know, I just realized it's the Cody Foster Army song we just heard It's called Maka Lowa. I learned a little Hawaiian just you did. now. Well today.
4: you've been out of the loop for a little while, Lawrence. That's I've okay. been
10: out of the loop for a while, like mm. almost a decade, yeah. So I've heard of Paka Lola. Apocalola? What's Apocalola? What's it's supposed what? to be,
2: according to a Hawaiian friend of mine, it's pot plants that just grow in the ditch over there. It's just like it's everywhere you look.
10: Oh, yeah. I, I'm surprised I like didn't hear that when I was done. Pacalolo, I, okay All I right. Now, we got some, uh, we got a musical guest right here. It's Patrick Galactic. Hey. Uh, Patrick, or can I call you Patrick? You, or you would you prefer Boss?
8: Well, actually, uh, no, Boss is good.
10: Boss. All right, yeah, we're going to go nice. with Boss. It sounds
8: good, doesn't it? Yeah. Hey, Boss. All
10: right, Boss. Well, let me let me ask. What is the most in, in, important? What's more important to you? To, to have uh, music or a good deodorant? Because, you know, in the joint, uh, all we got was that state issue, rolling yeah. on crap kind of.
8: Yeah, you know, I, I would say music because uh, me and deodorant have kind of an off-and-on relationship. I, I don't really. Uh, super. You know what I mean?
10: Yeah, music you always have.
8: Yeah, I got I got her all the time, and deodorant and me are just kind of just off and on. Yeah, know. who needs She's her. a friend, but I'm not sure she's much more than that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Might not be a keeper. Yeah. Super. Matt so can now, attest to that.
10: What, uh, what mu- musicians had the most influence on you now?
8: Uh, the most influence? Uh, you know, for whatever reason, I totally wasn't prepared for that question. Um, I would say... Mr. Uh, Rogers? Yeah, Mr. Rogers, and probably... Um, uh, Captain Kangaroo? Yeah, Super. Captain Kangaroo. Also, my neighbor, uh, Mr. Beckwith, who, uh, R.I.P., Mr. Beckwith. R.I.P.? Yeah, yeah.
10: Uh, well, let me ask you this. You have a tour bus? You see, because I, I need a place to crash for a few days. I'm in between places right now. So.
8: I actually have a tour cycle. It's a tricycle that I just, mm. uh, it, it's like a galactic sized uh, uh, tricycle. Well, you know,
10: it's kind of wet out here in the rain. Uh, That's not going to work for me. But, bro,
8: if you want to crash in it, you can.
10: Well, I may take you up on it on a sunny day. Okay, all right, all right. And why don't you tell us the uh, the name of the last song you're going to play for us tonight?
8: This song is called Arsonist. Uh, It's one that I wrote a while back and played with some other people, but uh, I'm playing it with my homies Ian Harper on the drums. He's in a band called Dirty Dirty. They're going to be playing at Chop Suey on the 21st. And... uh, my uh hetero life mate Matt Sharp. Uh we live together, man. What can I say? And not uh, super. I'll be playing not at super. the Bembo Room on the thirtieth of October this month, and you can hear it there too.
10: All right, all right. Kick it off us. Let's see. Thanks, you- man.
8: goodbye to the holy land in the dream in the dream what kind of law is this what kind of flaw is this what kind of rapture do we really await what kind of freedom can be found on the sacred ground when all we ever do is anticipate made a mark in the mist before I faded I cursed God and I drank myself to Hades I never asked for this But I will not resist my true nature Cause there ain't no devil gonna steal my soul There ain't no devil gonna steal my soul Ain't no devil gonna steal my soul Ain't no devil gonna steal my soul What kind of law what kind of flaw is this? What kind of rapture do we really await? We're zunk our feet in the ground in this cold, dead town. Now all we ever do is anticipate. Yeah, what kind of flaw is this? What kind of flaw is this? What kind of rapture do we really await? We're a in the ground, in this cold dead town Now all we ever do is anticipate Well, there ain't no devil gonna steal my soul 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 ain't no devil Ain't no devil gonna steal my soul Ain't no devil gonna steal my soul Ain't no devil gonna steal my soul bags and I said my goodbye to the holy land in the chain, in the chain, in the chain, oh, in the chain.
2: This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.
10: All What's up, right. Lawrence? Well, you tell me we got something uh, going on here. We have the first
4: clip of the night because earlier we talked to Charlie Murphy.
10: Oh, Charlie, Charlie Murphy. Murphy! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Funny and
4: man. I don't know; a lot of people may not know this, but he has a little brother who's also done some stuff too, named Eddie Murphy. You
10: no, know, I might have heard of Eddie. Murphy. Yeah, okay. Well, oh, they, yeah. But he
4: talks about like growing up with him, how the, how things went.
10: All right, this should be good. Yeah, their
5: uh, instinct or whatever.
3: Right. Um. Well, I.
5: I haven't seen the
3: show i have seen all ten episodes in one sitting, and that's what people can do on demand Cause it just finished up its run so my my question of course, and everybody that's seen the show wants to know this has it been renewed? has a decision been made
5: uh I don't know man <sighs> I don't
3: know
5: if it's been renewed uh that's uh, I hope they renew it absolutely I hope they do but i don't I don't know what they did in that right. I haven't been called, so we're doing more but uh I would love to love to do more.
3: Absolutely. Well, maybe it was my listeners was... had a lot
5: of fun. The show. The reality is that people seen the show. They got it. They got it. They enjoyed it. And that's what's That's why we do it. You
3: know. Right. 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 Well, maybe our listeners can maybe put in a few uh, emails to the right people and tell them they love the show. If, if, and if they haven't seen it, I guess I'm saying this right now. Um, check, yeah, out, man. check out. Check out the show. People have
5: been speaking up. You know, it's been a lot of uh, Twitter traffic a lot of support on Twitter, Facebook, you know, on social media. All right. You know, it has been real it's been real real All been right. real good, man. I feel blessed, you know what I'm saying? Like people got it. You know, it's it, in the beginning there was a lot of uh controversy. That's because people hadn't seen it yet, but the ones that seen it got it and they went and told other people and other people seen it and they got it. You know, uh that's what's important, you know. Nobody did a show to try to insult somebody or to try to, you know. You know what I mean? Try to disrespect God?
3: Absolutely you know? not. No, I, I no way. there's there those different. people out
5: there that feel that their interpretation is the interpretation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, you're gonna have you're gonna have your uh, your negative
3: commentary. You know? Right, right, right. Okay. That's well, be we expect. Yeah, it is be. I guess it is.
4: Um, I guess. So, did they watch Black Jesus in the Joint? Lawrence. We,
10: we watched a little bit of Black Jesus. I never watched Black Jesus, but I know some people that did watch some Black Jesus. So, all right, that's, super. That's yeah. cool. See,
4: see the, and that's, it, we got to bring that back, because that's by Magruder, the guy who did the Boondocks comics and everything. So oh, like, was that you, like oh, the yeah. Boondocks? Yeah.
10: yeah. Now, that's Adult Swim. Is that where Hip. they had that? That's right. But, nice. But yeah. go on
4: demanding, pick up all 10 episodes, like like Spud said. And he's always giving people information they can use, right?
10: E- ever
8: since I've seen Black Jesus, I've been trying to grow some of them green tomatoes that they Got. Super?
10: Yeah. They got green tomatoes yeah. on the. Oh, special, the fried green Special tomatoes.
8: green tomatoes.
6: Oh,
10: now I know what he does. he's doing. S- I'm a little super. Pac-A-Lolo's catching up.
8: There's got to be a way to do it, man. I'm, I'm searching for it. Now, now, don't let's, give uh, up.
10: Let's do some music now again. Uh, first, we got a band from Detroit, Michigan. That's the home of ROM. Now, they're called the Dogs, and their song is titled You Can't Catch Me. After that we have Spurt Goodman, show favorite, Warning Danger, with his song All of Us We Can Relate To call I Hate Paying Bills. Now let's play this.
2: The Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Welcome back to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.
4: So, so, Lawrence, when you were doing time, was there anybody in there who would read tarot cards for you? Like, you know, tell you what your sign is and everything?
10: Uh, yeah, we had one guy. Cool. Yeah, we called him uh, Spooky Jake. Spooky Jake? Spooky Jake, yeah. yeah. He would do your, He'd do these charts of the stars and all this other stuff. And I'm a Capricorn myself, just mm. like Black like Jesus Super. Is. So ah, we had that in common. Coincidence? But, I think not. You know, I noticed how much the death card came up when they were doing those readings, and I was like, "Well, that a not super, death, not Well,
4: spooky, Jake. I mean, yeah, not surprised.
10: Yeah, it was. It was kind of scary. Yeah, anybody do Hannah yeah. tattoos? Yeah, well, sometimes Hannah tattoos, mm-hmm. uh, pencil tattoos. We made tattoos out of out of ink, uh, out of blueberry jam. We we just got super. Creative all right, you know what? Let's, let's keep the music going here. We're gonna we're gonna go to a group from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, that's the Heavy Eyes with one hand on the buffalo. That's something I always try to do. You see, and and then we have the Seattle band, the Jesus Rehab, with Cannonball.
11: to present.
4: spuds cousin samuel is on the line now i would advise you to ignore the call he probably wants to hit you up to do a weather forecast on the post report now that he knows you'll be hosting it for a while oh
10: that's all right i've got nothing against uh, having a weather forecast on this show i mean you know now that i'm on the streets you know i I notice and i pay a lot more attention to the weather yeah well
4: okay but but don't say i didn't warn you he's he can be pretty annoying. He mostly wears formal gowns. You know, very tastefully, though. very nice on him. But, but just check out his, his Facebook page.
10: I'm not one to judge here, chick. So uh, Good call. Hey, let's go ahead. Hey, hey, Carla, caller, you, you there?
14: I most certainly am. I am Samuel Goodman, Spud's cousin. And I wanted to extend a warm welcome to our radio family.
4: Aw, oh, Samuel. You may be Spud's Super. cousin, but you are not part of this radio show. No offense.
14: Well, that is why I'm calling Lawrence tonight and offering my services to the post-show report. It's pretty clear that oh, something yeah. is lacking here, and I'm pretty sure a state-of-the-art weather forecast is just what is needed to take this thing to the super. next
10: level. Uh, uh, okay, Samuel, right? Now, now can, I, can I ask, uh, what's your credentials? Uh, now, now, are you a licensed meteorologist?
14: Well, you mean, do I have a formal piece of paper that says mm. I am officially a member of this profession? Not right now, but uh-huh. a simple document does not accurately reflect the passion I bring to meteorology. It's my life's work and the reason I get out of bed every morning. I live for the weather.
10: So you are an amateur weatherman. Well, he does have his own Doppler radar
4: system. I still don't know how he got that loan for it approved. You know, it sent him back a ton of money.
10: Hmm.
2: He got it on you know, sale of Mouser. Everyone or anything.
14: always screwed oh. my, my personal finances. That Doppler radar system was the best thing I've ever bought. And with every dollar in interest, I will be paying over the life of the loan.
10: Okay, now I'm not opposed to giving you a chance here. Now, could you give us uh, the weather forecast for tomorrow?
14: For tomorrow here in the Seattle area? Or what about Detroit or New Jersey or Florida? Or what about Texas? We are in a bunch of markets, so I will be needing maybe 15 to 20 minutes each show to adequately cover each area.
4: We? I I don't think Spencer's going to appreciate you trying to horn your way in onto the post-show report here, Sam. I mean, you're lucky he stepped outside right now or he would have had them give you the hook. Super.
14: Okay. How about I just give a basic three-day forecast for North America? That will only take me maximum six minutes. Right. Well,
10: you know, Samuel, this, this show is really about music and uh, reliving the highlights of the first hour of the Spud Goodman show. The most I might be able to give you for a weather segment would be like uh, 12 seconds.
6: Well, I'll take it. So
14: when everyone gets up tomorrow, they can expect a little of everything. A bit of drizzle, some hail, periods of sun, and extreme heat, followed by winds in excess of 20 miles per hour. Later in the day, you can expect...
4: Oh, uh, that may have only been 12 seconds, but God, it seemed like three
10: hours. Uh, well, okay, why don't we take a quick break now? So, okay, we'll be right back. It's crucial that you present one unified advertising image.
2: And we feel strongly that your image should be, we've got designs on you.
11: Radio for the 70s.
2: The family album. On its pages are frozen slices of your life. Comings and goings. Celebrations and quiet reflections. Captured forever on film.
6: This is the Spud Goodman Post-Show Report.
4: <gasps> hey, Lawrence, now we have, we're going to run a clip now of like the interview we had Super. with Fordson, who played Terry on Reno 911. Do you ever watch that show? i never it, seen that show. Oh, you'd love it. You'd hey, love it. Yeah. He, he talks about like, how Wait
10: a minute. There's he, cops, though, in that you, show. Right? You, 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 don't worry. I'm not that comfortable. With not cops. Cops. Oh,
4: I think you'll be comfortable with them. Uh, Give it a listen. All right.
10: Well, full
3: disclosure, my listeners are aware of my extreme fondness uh, of the now classic TV show Reno 911. Well, all the posters and your character, Terry Bernardino was able to steal the show pretty much every time you appeared on screen. So, my my question <laughs> is, how much practice oh, time did you spend at the roller rink being able to skate around as Terry on the show? <laughs>
6: I was so bad at roller skating. This is my favorite part. If you ever go back and watch Reno, Nevada, in Miami, the movie, yes, there's a scene where I wipe out. I'm like skating to like the limousine, and uh, I I totally wipe out, and it was really real. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't, I couldn't skate that good, so and I was like, oh, I told the director, I'm like, you, you have to leave that in the movie. You have to show me like really like wiping out and like skinning my knee, which like hurt really bad. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a good skater.
3: Um, how many headbands did you go through on doing that character over the period of time?
6: Um, I went through a lot of everything. I, I became like it was almost like the movie Tootsie, where I remember like when Dustin Hoffman was like shopping for his soap opera character? Yeah. And he would be like, he'd be like, oh, this outfit would look good on her. And that's like kind of what it was with Terry, where I would go to these stores and I'd be like, God, these shorts are really small. Terry would love these, so I would like buy all these like tight little shirts and half tees and. I remember people at these stores would look at me like, what are you doing here? Is this for you? Like, And I just, I don't know, I just like, love shopping for Terry.
3: Did you uh, keep the wardrobe, or did you have to turn it back in? I don't know.
6: I kept everything. Oh ah, super. It was all stuff that I bought. Oh, okay. It was all stuff, like, it was like hard, like wardrobe. Like, they never realized, I was like obsessed with buying stuff for Terry. So like, I got to keep everything. So the skates. I was gonna auction
3: them off for, like charity or something. But I still have my skates and everything. Well, I might put a bid in for one of the he- one of the pink heads. See, games. that's got to be kind of
4: cool. Like when you have a character, you can go out and buy clothes for. I mean, Super. I'd like to have like a really cool character, like George Clooney does. Like I go out and buy all sorts of tuxedos and buy stuff.
10: suits and tuxedos. Yeah, and such. look cool. Yeah,
4: cool I d- shoes.
10: I gotta tell you a secret here, chick. Yeah? You know, I used to roller skate in the joint. Well, I pretended to roller skate uh-huh. in the joint just you know i get out in the yard they call me the disco king or the the pretend disco king All Super, right. yeah i There's can see the, that ooh. yeah you should have seen it yeah but i didn't have costumes or nothing we just had oh. the you know the orange jumpsuit and right. we just had to make yeah. do. Yeah.
4: yeah what so. does trent think about that that's good trent
10: uh, um i've never seen the show so i have super uh, but, okay. but anna that, has
4: right anna Yeah, parts of it. Yeah, okay. They they were impressed.
10: (laughs) Well, why don't we do some more music here. Uh, Back to the music. Let's do uh, Rockabilly Legend Warren Smith with Got Love If You Want It. And after that, we're going to have Devochka with Last Beat of My Heart. I got love
1: if you want it. I got love if you want it. I got love if you want it. Got your love if you want it. I got love if you want it. We can rock a while. We can rock a while. Quit teasing me, baby. Quit teasing me, baby. You fine-looking thing, fine-looking thing. If you let me love you, I'll be your loving man. I'll be your loving man. Let me come inside Let me come inside Now here you come baby Now here you come baby With your head hung down With your head hung down I know you've been ballin'. It's all over town. It's all over town. I got love if you want it. I got love if you want it. I got your love if you want it. I got, your you want it. I got your love if you want it. I got love if you want it. We
11: can rock 'n' rock We can
2: the Spud Goodman post-show report.
10: Ooh, hey, uh, hey, Chick, I, I gotta talk to you about something here, Yeah, you know? go ahead, Lawrence. I, I've been having these nightmares oh. pretty much every night since I got out of the joint. Yeah, I wake up two, three times a week in this cold sweat. Yeah,
4: well, I wake up a lot, too, but most I just have to pee and check my tax.
10: A, a lot of things, they happened in yeah. there when I was locked up, you know, some good but Some bad. I, I was keep I keep having this dream over and over again, the same dream, and I just don't know uh, what I, I don't to have,
4: make of it. I don't have nightmares. Actually, I don't dream much at all. It's tough in my teenagers when I heard all these great stories about my buddy's dreams. I guess you could play the card you're dealt with you know, in life. He,
10: okay, here's what I keep dreaming uh-huh. about it's almost every night it's about my bunk mate, Alvin. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was a good dude. He was he a good dude. Him, yeah. yeah, you remember me talking about him. Well, there's not many guys on my tier that liked him, but to Super. me, he was the nicest neo the uh, hair that I ever met. You know, he always shared the extra zerts that he took from the other, uh, mm-hmm. other, uh, cell, uh, other prisoners and all that when he got back to our cell, and he shared them with me. Yeah, I didn't think I'd miss him as much as I do.
4: Well, nothing to be ashamed of missing the friendship of another human being. I mean, you went through the same thing together. Now, I sometimes miss Spud, and we're together physically all the time. I mean, not, I mean, not physically, but in the same studio. And sometimes we seem a million miles apart. You know
10: what I was thinking? I was yeah. thinking, you know, that my 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 the neo-Nazi skinhead uh, Alvin, uh-huh. my cellmate there. You know, I was thinking that when he gets out,
4: yeah, yeah, might
10: want to have him come up yeah. here, in you know, Washington yeah. State. Yeah, yeah, you know, he doesn't yeah. have any family really, not much, and. Now, you think Spurb would hire him on here in the studio or something like that? Uh,
4: Bud doesn't really have the authority to hire people. That's our executive producer, Lori Madsen's call. Is Alvin cute? She's single, sort of lonely. Does Alvin like wine? Watching Dancing with the Stars? Oh,
10: yeah, he never missed Dancing with the Stars. Bingo. Unless we were in lockdown and all. You know, they might just hate it all. How long until Alvin gets out? I, I believe he's... Got another 12 years mm. or so to go, maybe. Uh, you know, he's doing 30-plus. Yeah. Yeah, so so he's on the downward side now. Yeah, I'll drop him a note. I'll ask him if in 2026 he'd be interested in being paroled up here. Yeah? All right. So, you know, we need to get back to yep. the music here. So um, how about we listen to the band Homer and their song I Bleed? Then we have a band that uh, has been playing on the Spud Goodman show called Jilly Rizzo. Jilly Rizzo. Only nice to you because you're good looking.
2: This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.
10: Well, we're just about out of time, but I want to thank everybody here, Dave. you welcome. One, Trent, Anna, and good my night, good friend, Chick. Have Bye. a good night. We're going to close with Walter Brennan with Space Mites am Lawrence. Mice. Have a good night.
1: You know, folks, one night a spell back, I was woke up right in the middle of the night by the goddamnest noises a body ever heard. It seemed to come from the kitchen, so I tipsy-toed down and I peeked through the door. Now, folks, you ain't gonna believe this. And I was cold sober, too. But my kitchen had been invaded by these little, these, these little teeny bitsy space mice. There was four of them. And they just looked right up at me and, well, Here's what they said.
11: Wow, there's a people. You are an Earthman, people, ain't you, Mister? I'm Speedy Space Mouse. I'm Funky Space Mouse. I'm Sparty Space Mouse. And this is our cousin. Tell him your name, cousin. My name is Baby Mouse.
1: Oh uh, No, they hung around just long enough to, to learn to rock and roll. They said they may come back again. They kind of dug this swinging place. You know, I thought I'd die when they said goodbye and went rocking into space. <laughs>
2: Spud Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions, executive producer Lori Madsen, audio engineer on one at the facilities of NWCZ Radio, audio highlights Derek Schneider, our intern is Trent Botello theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Copyright 2014 Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Be sure to tune in next week at this time for another adventure in broadcast forensics on the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. (laughs)